Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Awesome. How great was that? That was amazing. Let's give Claudia a hand. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's great to see you. Turn to your other neighbor and say, it's better to see you. An oldie but a goldie. Claudia, that was amazing. Pastor Charlie and I were just talking then about how much you've grown. You've just really flourished into an amazing woman of God. And Libby as well, up here sharing. And, you know, when you're around for long enough, you see people grow. You see people just flourish. And you guys are amazing. So thank you. And Claudia actually... Uh, does a lot of our creative graphics and videos and all that type of thing. Yeah, give her a hand. She's amazing. Who likes our Christmas tree? That's a real tree. And if that falls on Claudia, she's going to get an allergic reaction. I just thought I'd tell everyone your hidden secret. Anyone else allergic to Christmas trees? No? Does that mean you're allergic to Christmas? No. <laughs> no, she loves Christmas. On Friday, my wife and I and my son went and got a Christmas tree from the Christmas tree farm. Anyone else get a real tree this year? Anyone else just go to the bush and get a real tree this year? And we got there early and there was a lineup of cars and... It's funny when you get there because everyone's really expecting to get the best tree. And there was a field this way and there was a field that way. And everybody went that way. So my family and I went that way. We were the only ones and had the whole field to ourselves. And we found the most glorious Christmas tree. This thing is something to write home about. It's, it's, it's round. It's full-figured. It's tall, it's voluptuous, and this morning, my son, three-year-old son, has the habit of waking up at 5.30 every day at the moment, and you can hear him scurry around the house. He, he, he gets up early and he gets up to three-year-old things around the house before the folks get up, and we could hear him scurrying. And eventually he came in he, uh, to our door and he, he, he got on his knees and he crawled over to my side of the bed and he went, Daddy. And I went, you smell like peanut butter. He said, yes. And I went, what are you doing? He said, I'm hiding from mummy. I said, oh, okay, there's a reason for this. And we went out and he had turned on the Christmas tree lights, got a a jar of peanut butter, got a knife and was sitting there under the tree watching the lights eating peanut butter. It wasn't a sharp knife, but he got a seed and got to the knives. Yeah, we, we look after our kids, don't worry. But it was a kid's knife and he just loves Christmas, so... Speaking of Christmas, just, just so everyone's aware, we are making a slight change. We usually have our Christmas service on Christmas Day, but being that it's on a Monday this year, Christmas, and Sunday being Christmas Eve, after months of deliberation in our house, and it was, should we not have a service Christmas Day and just do Christmas Eve? We just felt as a one-off this year, we're just going to do Christmas Eve and not do a Christmas morning service. Um, and so I just encourage you to treat that Christmas Eve service as your Christmas service. Come out, bring your family, bring your friends. We're going to be having mince pies and Christmas donuts afterwards together. Now, I have to ask, who here is a mince pie person? Disgusting. Okay, so it's probably about 40% of the room. Who here is a Christmas donut, Krispy Kreme person? 
And we're also, on, on New Year's Eve, which is the 31st, we have amazing volunteers who work really hard all year. We want to give them one Sunday just to refresh. And so we're going to have uh, no service on the 31st, but we're going to come back on the first week of January for our anointing service, which I encourage you to come along to, bring your family to that. And we're going to pray and we're going to prophesy. We're going to bless our church family, anoint you with oil for the year to come. So does that sound good? These decisions are not made lightly. Lots of prayer goes into them. Um, but we just feel like as a one-off this year, but we'll do it a little bit different for different reasons, which would be fun. Hey, we're blessed um, with Paul and Janice Stewart in our church family. And can I just ask you guys just to come up for a moment? Come up the front here and my beautiful wife, come up here as well. Let's give them a hand as they come up. <laughs> this amazing couple, um, and they are amazing. How, how many years have you been in this church? 2006 till now. How many? Any mathematicians in the in the room? I should know. I should know. 17 years. Yes, I studied maths at school. Um, these guys have been in our church for many, many years. <laughs> um, and we do have something for you as well. Um, and we, they, they feel the call of God up to the Gold Coast. <laughs> Queensland, Queensland. Yeah, they, they've got family up there. They feel like it's a season to go up there. And this morning we want to honour you guys. We want to thank you guys. We've got these flowers for you. Um, and if I could just boast on you for a second. This is when they sat down with us a few months ago and let us know about their change. We were, it was a big emotional meeting for us. All of us, apart, I don't know what Paul did, but three of us all shed tears um, because these guys are such a blessing to our church. They're, they, they're, they're spiritual family to us. Um, and I don't know if you know, they're, they're one of these couples that just quietly, consistently bless and encourage and honour the amount of inboxes I get uh, have gotten over the years, both Charlie and I, just um, after preaching our hearts out, then we'll get an inbox from Janice saying some amazing testimony from the service and what they got from the service. They also have blessed us behind the scenes. Uh, when we've travelled, they've given us you know, money <laughs> to bless us just to be refreshed. They've given our board money and said, hey, go out for dinner as a board just because... I mean, I, I don't want you to lose your reward or anything, but I just want the church to know the hidden things that this amazing couple do. They serve, they love, they pray. And this morning, we just want to say thank you. We want to say we love you guys. We want to say you might be going up the coast, but this is always home. And we see you as that, see you as family. Do you want to say anything? <laughs> do you guys This is a, a happy but a really sad day for us because this church is so special to us. But um, God, God is good and he's just opened doors for us. We sold our house yesterday. We got a rental on Tuesday. Um, I've got a good job up there. So we are excited to be a part of, to join up with Beck and her family up there. And... Um, we will miss you guys. But we carry what we have from Celebration Church up there and we take that. We really feel like we are taking something up there and we're <clears throat> not sure what church it is that we're going to be at, but they're going to get the celebration blessing from us. Awesome. You guys are amazing. Can we pray for you? Maybe if you stand down here. And John, if John wants to come up, it's up to you, mate, but we'd love to pray for you as well. Can we get our church board to come up as well? Maybe if you just face the front. and um, Yeah, that way they fuck you in front of everybody. Uh, maybe just move back a little bit so we can stand with you. Why don't we uh, stand to our feet, church? Let's stand to our feet. Let's put our hands out towards. We're going to send them out.
with the blessing in the favor of God. This is their amazing son, Jono, and he's going to be going with them as well. And we're just going to send you out today in the anointing of God. Pastor Joel, I'll get you to lead us and, and we'll, we'll pray as well. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God, we thank you for the stewards. We thank you for the blessing they have been to our house. We thank you that they're a part of our family and today is a day that is sad but also a day to celebrate. We thank you for their faithfulness. We thank you for their sacrifices. We thank you for your gener- for their generosity and Holy Spirit, we just release them into this next season. We ask God that you would line up a new church family. You would line up relationships that the dreams and the visions you've placed on all three of their hearts would continue to go from strength to strength. And we just pray, God, you would line things up. You would line partners. You would line finance. You would line just everything in your grace and in your timing. I just see, I see a picture over you guys as a family of just rocks, <laughs> just solid rocks that are immovable, that storms can come and go. But I just know that he's going to place you in a wall. I can just see you being placed in a new wall where God is going to do a new thing. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would, you would plant them deep. We pray the church family that they're found here would just be a, a prophetic message of the next church family they're going to sow and bless and be in. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, we anoint and we bless and we send out this amazing couple. Lord, we just declare the mighty warriors they are in your kingdom. God, they are pillars in your house and they are pillars in the kingdom of God. And Lord, we just thank you and we honor them. We bless them today in Jesus' name. And Lord, we pray for a fresh anointing to be upon them. We pray for fresh blessing as they step into a new season. God, may it be a season of breakthrough, may it be a season of um, effectiveness and fruit. Lord, we pray for fresh vision, fresh dreams, fresh anointing, fresh oil this morning to be poured out upon them in this place. And I see the picture of a whirlwind in the spirit, and it's a whirlwind of fire. And I see that as you go, that the whirlwind of fire is going to increase and the whirlwind is going to cause others to be drawn into the fire of God. And don't forget, the Lord says, that you are revivalists. Don't forget the mighty rivers within you. Don't forget the mighty wells that the Lord has placed over many years. (coughs) Father, I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, we say we stir up the mighty gifts of God in them. We thank you that the greatest days are ahead of them. Lord, the greatest days of fruitfulness and effectiveness. And we declare joy, joy overflowing, joy increasing, the strength of the Lord to be upon you all. Lord, we thank you and we bless them that your angels be assigned to them in Jesus' powerful name. And I just see just you guys, the seeds of revival fire being sent up the coast. Don't forget that seeds are there to produce a harvest. And the Lord says he has anointed you and he has graced you. And get ready because the greatest blessings and the reign of the latter days will be greater than the former days. In Jesus' powerful name. In Jesus' powerful name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Awesome. Oh, revivalists, that's who they are. And wherever they end up, they're going to be taking the spirit of revival wherever they go, in Jesus' name. Who here wants to see a move of God? Yeah? Do you know that 2024, the Lord is already speaking to our team about a great move of the spirit? And so I encourage every single person here to start to prepare the altar of your heart when it comes to a fresh fire, especially when it comes to 2024. We have a word for next year. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. You'll find that at Vision Sunday next year. We do have 14 days of prayer and fasting in January leading up to our Vision Sunday. Uh, This year we did prayer and fasting for 14 days and saw more fruit and breakthrough and miracles in those two weeks in people's lives than probably all of the previous year. So get ready um, if you're going to fast food or some people fast at other things, but we're going to be seeking the heart of God 
in Jesus' name for a mighty move of the Spirit. And I believe that there is an aquifer of the Holy Spirit anointing under the floor of this church in the Spirit. Do you know that? There is something going on in the Spirit. And next year in particular, get ready because the Lord has been preparing us for what is to come in Jesus' name. This morning, I want to speak for a couple of minutes about having a thankful life. Turn to your neighbor and say, a thankful life. I do want to give a shout out to our production team. A couple of weeks ago, we had a storm come through and short circuit a lot of our gear in church. So our online streaming right now is currently not working. Our podcasts haven't been updated for the last two weeks because we've had a whole bunch of technical issues. But I want to say well done to John and the team who are working their butts off. I think, I think John's hair is starting a bit more grey every week at the moment as he tries to troubleshoot. But we honour you guys and thank you for trying to work the problem. We're ordering new gear this week for it. Um, but yeah, there's just been a bit of a challenge recently. But that's okay. These things happen and God is on his throne. A thankful life. As we come to the close of 2023, it's important that we remember to show appreciation. Appreciation by, def by definition is the recognition and enjoyment of the, of the good qualities of someone or something. The recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of something or something. Last night, I made, oh well this week, I made somebody in the church my famous lasagna. And I've been getting a little bit of uh, cheeky feedback from some of the team about the fact that I often make people the famous lasagna. And maybe in church, if you're in a, you know, have a baby or something, I might make you one of my lasagnas. If you're past the baby bearing ages, put a request out, you might get a lasagna. I decided this week, though, to experiment. And instead of making a beef based lasagna, I made a chicken lasagna. Confusing, I know. And confusing in taste, yes. We didn't give that to the person, though. I gave that to my wife and my son, who let me experiment on their palates. And the people who I gave it to, I won't embarrass them, but they sent us a message and said, this could be the greatest tasting lasagna we have ever had. They appreciated, recognized, and enjoyed the good qualities of their pastor's lasagna-making skills. The chicken lasagna was a bit of a hit and miss because there was too much cheese in the lasagna. However... My wife said she will eat it for lunch when she goes to work, which is great. And she appreciated me by telling me that it was better than what it probably was. Out of 10, what would you rate it? A 7 out of 10. Wow, okay, okay. Appreciation is an important thing. One thing about my son that I love, and again, he's three and a half, and he's still in that cute phase where he can't say his R's properly and all his words, big words, he says mixed up, and he's just a sweet little boy. And what he does really well, though, is he says thank you really well. If I come home from, or when I come home from work, he'll run and jump in my arms, and he'll say, thank you, Daddy, for coming home to me. <laughs> How awesome. <laughs> so good. My heart just, oh my goodness. At different times through the day, he will stop and he will come up to me and he will give me a bit of a pat on the face and say, I love you, Daddy. Thank you for being my Daddy. It's true, hey, Kath? My mother-in-law will tell you. She looks after him once a week. 
It's amazing the children show appreciation so well, especially young children. But the older we get, we can often forget that appreciation is very important and godly. Do you know that gratitude and appreciation and thanksgiving is the portal to the throne room of God? Therefore, thanksgiving and appreciation is one of the most supernatural things you can do. Here is a key for us this morning. If you want to live a supernatural life, live a actively thankful life. The Bible tells us that God inhabits the praises of his people. So when we come before God and we have thankful hearts, we create a space for God's presence to dwell in. As a church, we start with praise and worship because we understand it creates a space for his presence to dwell in. In our personal lives, when we're thankful, we create a space. If you want more of God's presence in your life, you must be a great space maker. We create a structure in the spirit for God to dwell and that structure is formed through thanksgiving. You get that? We actually are spiritual structure makers. We are spiritual architects. We, are, we create things in the spirit as spirit people in the kingdom. And the way that you create space for his presence is very simple. It is gratitude and thanksgiving. Therefore, in my life and in my home, I must be intentional about creating space in the spirit for God's presence. I must, I must teach my son to create space through thankfulness for God's presence. In our marriage, I have to be careful that I create space for gratitude so that God's presence, God enthrones the praises. In your businesses, in your uh, workplace, in your mental space, in your schoolyard, if you want to be somebody who attracts God's presence, it's simple. It's enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. The enemy doesn't want us to be thankful. He wants us to be disappointed. He wants us to be familiar. He wants us to be stagnant. He wants us to find the, the, the reasons of why things aren't the way they should be. But a thankful person is a supernatural person. <laughs> the more thankful you are, the more presence you get. The more appreciation you have in your heart, the more presence surrounds your life. And who knows that where the presence of the Lord is, there is freedom. <laughs> One of the things I love about Paul and Janice is that they have appreciation for what God is doing in this church. And Janice continually would reach out and let us know about her appreciation. And by doing so, there is a structure formed in the spirit for God's presence to invade. So therefore, if we want to be a presence church, we must be a thankful church. We must be disciplined and intentional with our thanksgiving. Amen? We can't just be thankful in our hearts but not with our words. We must be intentional about using our words because your words carry life or death. And the Bible says to praise him with your lips. 
Therefore, when it comes to the end of 2023, yes, there are stresses. Yes, it's been a big year for some of us. Yes, there are things going on. But understand, you can change the conversation when you surround your situation with thanksgiving. <laughs> it says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Why don't you turn there? Colossians 3, 17. When you got it, tell me you got it. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In whatever you do, do it in Jesus' name, giving thanks to God the Father. In 1 Timothy 5.17 it says, the elders who direct the affairs of the church are our pastors. It says those who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honour, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. Why is it that I encourage you when someone shares the word of God to make sure that you show honour? Because it's a biblical principle. If you ever find yourself in church getting attitude with the preacher, you've lost double honour. When we have honour, we have thanksgiving. When we have thanksgiving, we create a space for his presence. I'm just going to give you an insight, church. I've been in church my whole life, literally. If I was nearly born on the altar. My parents have been pastors my whole life. I've seen people come and go. I've been in probably thousands of church services. It's the seasons where I lose my thankfulness that the seasons I start losing his voice. They're the seasons I start missing out on things in the word of God and the preaching of the word because I lose my heart of thankfulness. You see, thankfulness, whether it's through the preaching and being thankful for that, or whether it's in the worship and being thankful for that, or whether it's being in connect group and being thankful, whatever it is, it creates a space for his presence to come. So don't get familiar when it comes to the word of God and the preaching and teaching of the word. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all. Why don't you say all? All circumstances, which leads me on to the first thought this morning, which is this. A thankful life is a victorious life. How can you give thanks in all circumstances? What a weird instruction. How do you give thanks when you've crashed your car? How do you give thanks when something goes wrong with your health? How do you give thanks when a bill comes out of nowhere and you can't afford to pay it naturally? Well, give thanks in all circumstances. Thanksgiving causes us to remember who God is in our lives. It reminds us that he is on the throne and no matter what the circumstance, he is faithful. That's the power of thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. A few years ago, this was the most bookmark or highlighted verse on the YouVersion app. It says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So it gives us this thing. It says, don't be anxious. So it's speaking to the people who are anxious. Things are going wrong. Things are out of your control. Don't be anxious. But in everything, pray with thanksgiving. Why? Because thanksgiving causes us to have a God view, not an anxious view. There's no anxiety in heaven. We get anxious when we forget about the faithfulness of God. 
You know, when we get worried, it's because we're putting trust in something other than God. Therefore, we have to become great. Here's the key at being thankful even when you don't feel like it. (laughs) My wife is a glass half full gal. G-A-L, gal. A glass half full gal. I am probably more a glass half empty boy. So we balance each other out. She helps me when I'm feeling a bit gloomy to see the good. It's one of the reasons why I care about my wife. She helps me see the positive. Now, if you marry someone who is as gloomy as you, that's when you need some good friends in your life. (laughs) I am so glad I didn't marry myself. I'm realising that my son, twice now, (laughs) it's kind of embarrassing, where my three-and-a-half-year-old will say to me, Dad or Daddy, relax. (laughs) And twice from the comfort of the couch while watching ABC Kids, I will hear this, Daddy, relax. Or he says, relax. He can't say his ass yet. And then he'll go back to his cartoons. And I'll go, I need to relax. It's for the mouth of babes. <laughs> but that's his personality. It's stuff a kid that something goes wrong and then two minutes later he's the happiest kid ever. Thanksgiving causes us to see things through the lens of victory and not defeat. We have to remember Romans 8.28, for all for we know that all things work for the good for those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. All things work for the good. Thanksgiving takes what the enemy meant for evil and places it in the hands of a God who works all things for good. It literally turns around how we view a situation. Instead of looking from a place of defeat, Thanksgiving causes us to view the circumstance from a place of victory. A thankful life is a victorious life. (laughs) So cool. Thankfulness literally turns the situation around. Thankfulness takes the power out of the anxiousness and puts the trust in our Heavenly Father. But who knows, let's be real, that the last thing you want to do when you're feeling like you're in a storm is to be thankful. It's the last thing you want to do. You want to whinge. You want to blame. You want to get bitter. You want to get angry. And God says, be thankful. We can't forget that above the clouds, the sun still shines. (laughs) Both the sun, as in the sun, and also the sun as in the Son of God. Don't let your storm be your reality. Because above the storm, the sun still shines. Yesterday, that storm came through. Anyone get that, that? Well, there's been a couple of storms lately. And again, I'm just loving watching my little boy discover the world. And we're standing there at our window, facing south, watching the most amazing lightning strikes. And so where, where does lightning come from? I said, when God's angry... I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> where we lived, it was like sideways wind. It was, you know, lightning strikes hitting, hitting the water. It was... But then, 45 minutes later, literally the sun came out. 
how did Jesus sleep in the boat when his disciples were scared about drowning? Well, it was all about perspective. And you've heard me say this if you've been in church for a while. What one disciple thought was death, the waves, he thought was a giant rocking machine putting him to sleep. What one person thinks is going to kill, another thinks is a fun ride. It's all about perspective. But how do you change perspective? Well, you can stand in the mirror and you try and use positive affirmation. It's going to change, it's going to change, it's going to change. Or you can be thankful. But how do you be thankful in tragedy? How do you be thankful in hurt? How do you be thankful in situations that actually aren't sunshine and lollipops? The Holy Spirit gives us the perspective of heaven. Holy Spirit, help us to see in the midst of hard circumstances how to be thankful. Because as soon as I'm thankful, I deplete the enemy's energy and I give glory to the one who is worthy. Maybe right now in your life there's areas and you're thinking, how can I be thankful for that? Well, thank you, Lord, that you're in control no matter what. Thank you that... It says that all things work for the good for those who love you. Even if I can't see it today, I believe that you will work this for the good. And so I choose to be thankful. And true thankfulness, church, remember this, is not based upon your emotion. It's based upon your conviction. And if you're young here, write that one down because your emotion will confuse you. It will betray you. It will be fickle, but true, like last week, Pastor Charlie spoke about true joy being we choose joy. True thankfulness is a God conviction based on his scripture. And that's where we get the scripture. We offer him a sacrifice of praise. What is a sacrifice of praise? It's when you don't feel like it. And so it's a sacrifice. So next time you're going through hell, that's a strong word, next time you're going through things that are really tough, be the friend that says, hey, let's just be thankful. Now, that friend might get a bit of a backhand or a bit of a grumpy response from you, but they actually are speaking the truth. A thankful life is a victorious life. Second thought, a thankful life is a healthy life. Expressing gratitude is associated with a host of mental and physical benefits. And studies have shown that feeling thankful can improve sleep, mood and immunity. Gratitude can decrease depression, anxiety, difficulties with chronic pain and risk of disease. A review of 70 studies included responses from more than 26,000 people uh, found an association between higher levels of gratitude and lower levels of depression. Gratitude is good for your health. <laughs> you see, a grateful person is a happy person. It's hard to be thankful and unhappy. Because when you're thankful, you understand that God's in control. It actually helps your body. Who here wants a healthier body? It's amazing how God created us. He created us so that when we are thankful and have the posture of thankfulness, it causes health to our bodies. 
Therefore, if we are ungrateful, can it have a negative effect on our physical bodies? And I wonder in life sometimes with people that if they live bitter lives, they can often have a lot of physical problems. Now, don't hear me wrong. I'm not saying if you have physical problems, it's because you're bitter. But there's no doubt that there's probably a bit of a link with some people that if they live lives of ungratefulness, that they might actually cause themselves to physically be in a bad place. But the great thing about this is that when we are thankful, when we have lives of worship, and I believe this is the reason, when you're thankful, you create room for God in your life. When you're thankful, you create space in your body for his presence. And who knows, when the Lord puts his hand upon us, that he heals us. <laughs> That's what he does. Therefore, it's so imperative that we have a discipline when it comes to gratitude, knowing that the more grateful we are, that there are health benefits and the more happy we are, sorry, the more uh, grateful we are, the more happy we are. But don't get it mixed up. It's not the more happy you are, the more grateful you are. And that's how we often live. I'm having a great season. That was a great sermon, so I'm thankful. That was a great season in my life, so I'm thankful. What about when it was the worst sermon you ever heard? Are you thankful? What about when it was the worst meal you ever had? Chicken lasagna. Are you thankful? What about when tragedy strikes? Are you thankful? God help us to be thankful in all circumstances. Maybe 2023 was a dog of a year for you. Dog being a bad thing for some reason. I love dogs. I don't know. Maybe it was a tough year. Are you thankful? Maybe you had loss this year. Are you thankful? Maybe it was the best year of your life. Are you thankful? Because, you know, favor comes in different forms. By the way, we're looking for... Any testimonies of favour this year, please go to our website and put in your story. We're already getting some amazing stories of people's lives. We want to give God all the thankfulness and all the glory for what he has done in people's lives this year. The third thing is this. A thankful life is a supernatural life. There is kingdom power linked to appreciation. Kingdom power is literally in a spirit linked to thanksgiving. Who wants more kingdom power? Okay, here's the key. Very simple. Thankfulness, 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 thankfulness. Being thankful in everything and allowing the power of God to fill the space. Matthew, uh, sorry, Luke 17, if you have your Bibles, let's finish with this. Luke 17 verse 11. It says this, it says, Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus travelled along the border between Samaria and Galilee, and as he was going to a village, two men, uh, sorry, ten men who had leprosy met him, and they stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go, show yourself to the priests. And they went, and they were cleansed. Anyone ever seen a picture of leprosy before? It is terrible. Feel free to go home and Google it. Don't show anyone under 16. It's very graphic. Not good. Ten people had leprosy. Their limbs were literally falling off their bodies. Jesus heals them. One of them, when he saw he was healed, one of them came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. The Samaritans were the enemies of the Jews. I'm guessing the rest of them were Jewish. 
The Samaritan, the one that shouldn't have come back, came back. And he thanked him. And Jesus asked, we're not all ten cleansed? I love Jesus. Jesus is just so matter of fact. And he knows the answer. Weren't they all cleansed? Weren't they all healed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except the foreigner? And then he said to him, rise and go, your faith has made you well. And we see here that ten had a physical healing, but only one had a spiritual healing. Ten had a temporary miracle, but one had an eternal miracle. What was the difference? Thankfulness. A thankful life is a supernatural life. When you are thankful, you make way for temporary miracles to become eternal miracles. <laughs> we see the miracle of appreciation. Ten were healed, but only one came back. His physical, uh, sorry, his physical healing became spiritual healing. And this is the power of appreciation. Praise God for that. I wonder how many times Jesus has healed us of our leprosy, our emotional leprosy, our physical ailments, our spiritual leprosy, and we've just gone on with our day. (laughs) But the Samaritan, the foreigner, was the one that understood a principle that no one else did. Let's not be guilty of 2023 being a church that doesn't be the one that comes back. (laughs) Lord, I want more spiritual miracles. I will take the physical miracle, amen, but I want the eternal miracle as well. And it's not one or the other, it's both, by the way. I'll take both, please. So here are three questions I have for you as we finish. And I want you to go home this week. And if you're married, I want you to do this with the spouse. If you have kids, do this with your children. Ask these three questions. Number one. What are you thankful for when it comes to what, is, what God has done? What are you thankful for when it comes to what God has done? Number two, what are you thankful for when it comes to what God is doing? What are you thankful for when it comes to what God is doing, present? And lastly, What are you thankful for when it comes to what God is going to do? What God has done, what he is doing today, and what God is going to do. It should probably be a weekly conversation in our houses. And by doing so, we become like the one that came back and said, thank you for what you have done. We become the people who say, God, I'm aware of your presence today and I won't miss it. And you become someone full of faith for what God is going to do tomorrow. (laughs) And you kick ungratefulness in the butt. And you lift up the name of Jesus. This is a supernatural life. So next week we have our Thanksgiving stats, Pastor Joel. So next Sunday, why don't we come along next Sunday? We're going to just take a Sunday to be thankful for the year. We're going to reflect a bit next week. Make sure you're here. Make sure you're a part of it. Make sure if there's people in church that aren't here, make sure you say, Pastor and I preached about how we need to come back like the one and be thankful. Let's make that this time next week together and be like, let's Let's actually take a moment to reflect. Because that is kingdom. That is presence. That is breakthrough. 
That is heaven touching earth. Lastly, do you know that heaven is the most thankful place ever? And do you know that our church is called to be a representation of heaven? How do we do it? We are just over the top thankful. And next week we're going to go through some different things we're thankful for. Because our Father is faithful. And he is worthy of all the thankfulness and all the gratitude and all the worship. And may our lives be lives of just complete surrender and thankfulness. And may we just become great at slowing down and saying thank you. Thank you to him who is worthy. Who knows he is so worthy. He is so worthy. He is worthy to open the scrolls. He is worthy to be lifted high. And my heart and Charlie's heart for our church is that we just live in this atmosphere of thankfulness and worship and presence. That he would come and he would just invade our, our church family and just fill this place with his love. Oh. I just, I won't give too much away about next, next year, but I, I really pray that we can learn to cultivate the presence of God. Sorry, the better word is to host the presence of God in such a way that this place would be known as a place where he dwells. And I don't care if it's a bit messy. I don't care if it's a bit different. I don't care if it looks uncool. We just want his presence to fill the tabernacle so that when people step onto this property, straight away their heart starts getting touched. <laughs> and when they sit in those seats, they are overwhelmed with his presence and overwhelmed with his touch and their leprosies get healed and we become the tissue box people take a tissue for the tears of healing <laughs> as the Lord just moves amongst his people touching hearts touching hearts touching hearts healing families healing brokenness refreshing the weary, the broken. And I believe that the aquifer under this church is that. It is a well of presence that, that brings life to all it touches. But we must learn to host the presence well. And today is a prophetic key. Thanksgiving is the foundation. hearts of thankfulness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Why don't we stand to our feet? Charlie, can you come up? Come up for a sec. All right, let's just, let's just take a moment. I just want to go through these three things in your hearts. And let's, let's just take a moment in our hearts. It doesn't need to be a big list. Maybe just one thing. You can go home and do this in your own time. But just for a moment, why don't you just take a moment to reflect with the Holy Spirit and be thankful for something he has done, done in your life. And as you just think of that thing, just thank him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for that, Lord. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. For something he has done. Next, let's just take a moment to reflect on something that we're thankful for when it comes to what he is doing today. What is something in your life today that you are thankful for?
you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And lastly, let's just take a moment to be thankful for something we believe God is going to do. Thankful for what he is going to do. space Lord. thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus just with your eyes closed church I just really get a sense um, of what Benaiah was talking about that there's people in the room that you might be in a storm situation or heartbreak, hurt, confusion. And if that's you in this place, I just feel a moment just to speak to your hearts. Because we have this beautiful moment here on earth where we get to offer up, you know, the Bible talks about it like a, a fragrance to the throne room, you know, sweet-smelling incense. And when we're in heaven, we don't get that chance to praise him through our storm, to praise him through our heartache because we're in glory with him. But for those of us in the room that might be in a current situation where it is actually hard to give thanks, I just want to encourage your hearts this morning that is, you stand there, that the Father knows full well of your situation. You don't need to be fake. You don't need to put on, put on the smile and the bright and shiny for the sake of it. The Father actually knows full well of where your heart is, where the hurt is, where the pain might be. And as you stand there and offer him a sacrifice of praise, I believe that that moves his heart in the most beautiful way. And for those people in the room, I actually just speak healing as well. Healing for those of you in the room that are standing there going, oh, this hurts to give thanks. It actually hurts that the Father is healing his beautiful presence, his beautiful healing oil. As you turn your attention and your focus to him for his goodness, for his glory, for the truth of his word, that he starts to bring healing, he starts to bring release, and he starts to bring freedom from that situation that you might be in. The, the bondage maybe and the, the yuckiness that you might be feeling inside of you. We just declare healing right now. If that's you in this place, just open up your hearts afresh. I'm just going to pray for you. Father God, I thank you that you are kind. I thank you that you are aware. I thank you, God, that you, you desire genuine open hearts towards you God that you want all of us in all of our hurt and brokenness and messiness you don't want us to be fake with you and you are full aware of people's current situations and as they stand there God and they offer up thanks they offer up a sacrifice of praise even in the midst of heaviness weariness brokenness confusion God I just speak your healing I just speak your healing over hearts right now, healing over minds, healing over bodies, that you would come in such gentleness and closeness and kindness, that their sacrifice would be a sweet-smelling aroma to your throne room, God, that it would fill your temple, and that as that is taking place, you're just healing hearts right now. You're setting people free right now. The bondages are breaking right now, God, where there has been that little twisting inside of their gut that you start to be bringing release and freedom to their spirits. We thank you for that, God. I just declare it again, just healing 
in the moment of this thankfulness. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. If you're here with your spouse, why don't you take them by the hand? If you're here alone, just lift your hand to heaven. Thank you, Lord. We're just going to pray a blessing over our church family. Father, we just thank you for this incredible church community. Lord, we thank you that your hand is upon this place. Oh, Lord, we say yes and amen to your leading and to your promises. We say yes and amen to everything that you're doing, what you have done, what you're doing today, and what you're going to do. And Lord, we pray for our church family who's away today. Bless them as well. And Lord, I pray for a special outpouring of the Holy Spirit this coming week. We pray for open doors. We pray for moments of favor. We pray, Lord, that people would encounter your presence in a fresh way and that we would be people of thankfulness this week, that we'll remember all that you've done and all that you're going to do. Oh, we honor your powerful name, King Jesus. And we bless these wonderful people in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you want more prayer, come down the front. We'd love to pray with you. Otherwise, have a great Sunday, and we'll see you at our Thanksgiving service next week. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.